guys ready? We are the one, two, three, sore losers! You gotta join us. Yeah, when we do that, you gotta say, we are the sore losers! We'll do it again. You wanna okay, do it again? Okay. All right, here we go. We are the one, two, three, sore losers! All right. Hey, I am Lunchbox. Welcome back to another episode of the Sword Losers Podcast. I know the most about sports. I run the show pretty much. I tell you what's gonna be here, there. I give opinions, they're usually right. And that's why I give them, because I know the most about sports, and we got Eddie. I'm Eddie. I uh, don't know crap about sports, but um, I like to watch sports, and I like to argue with Lunchbox a lot, because he thinks he knows everything about sports, so that's kind of my role in this thing. But we have a guest today. Hello. A fill-in for yeah. Raymundo. We have I'm Morgan number two is back. She uh, got rave reviews last week when she filled in for Ray, and so she is back, and she's a... Blonde that has... Wait, wait, what'd you call it? (laughs) Our blonde beauty. Our blonde beauty that likes sports. She went to Kansas State, and she watches sports with her boyfriend, right? That's basically your knowledge? Yeah, that's about it. Oh, and you you played softball? Played softball, volleyball, and basketball. What what position did you play in softball? Third base, and then center field. Weren't you a switch hitter, too? Yeah, I was a slap hitter. Slap hitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd never heard it called that. Yeah, so 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 you were left-handed? Well, I'm right-handed, but yeah. But you was, hit left-handed. Yeah, it was yeah, okay. kind of the the pinch and hitter when we had a big moment that we needed somebody on base. Yeah. I, I got a kid in junior, junior, my five-year-old's uh, uh, baseball class, and he is a lefty. He's never played baseball in his life. He's a lefty, and he grabs the bat with like like he's like he's a righty. So the dad's like, I don't know what to do with him, and he's he's young. He's like, I think he just turned four, and he has no idea what to do. What would you do? Like, how would you start that? You. I mean, if you if you wanted to be a good athlete or like a future professional athlete, you want to go lefty, right? That's what they say. You want him to be a switch hitter, really. Yeah. My friend Aaron, who has a son, he teaches him to hit right and left. He's eight or nine now, but yes, he started him out out young, hitting right and left, and throwing, but throwing right, not throwing left. Weird. So weird how that works. Yeah. And also, yesterday we talked about Eddie had a problem with his kid and t-ball. And about parent shaming, pretty pa- much. Yeah. Well, p- not parent shaming. I'm not even talking about the parent shaming. I I thought about this over the last 24 hours okay. about how you said I'm a little upset because now they only get three pitches, then they have to hit off the tee. Yeah. My my theory from the coach. It's coach from, pitch. Right. So they get three pitches from the coach, and then if they miss those, Morgan number two, then they get a chance to hit it off the tee. Whereas in the spring. They got five pitches from the coach, and then if they didn't hit them, they were out. They're out. Sit, go back to the bench. Here's my thing. It's the fall. It's a little colder outside. It gets dark earlier, so they're trying to speed up the game. And so that is why, is in right? my head, is why they are doing that. Interesting. Because they don't have as much time to throw five balls. Three, let them hit, let's go, because it's getting cold out here, and the nights are – I don't know if you have lights on your field. We do. But I mean, it is. It does get cold, and the sun gets goes down. It gets cold. But that's convenient for the parents and all. But my take yesterday was just for my kid. He started with the five coach pitch, and then you're out. And now he's going kind of backwards in my mind, putting the ball back on the tee. Well, hmm. So I was just a little upset. That's kind of an insult, saying like you're not doing very uh, good. No, no, no. It's not an insult. You guys are seeing it. You're seeing it the wrong way. but never, ever did we ever do anything, whether in practice or in a game, for convenience of our parents or anything. We were always doing it for our coach. So if not, he wanted us to get better, he was doing something for himself for us to get better. But not when you're five years old. When you're five years old, it's okay to do Eddie's mad because he thinks his kid is taking a step back. Yes. But 
But Eddie is excited because now parents can stand in the field with the kids. I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool because the <laughs> kids get saying? distracted. Morgan number two. The kids, I mean, after being out in the field for 10 minutes, they start picking the grass, kicking the dirt, and they don't even pay attention to the game anymore. So you got the parent right next to them be like, hey, yo, Junior Junior, heads up, that's, let's go, baseball ready. That's what five-year-olds do. And if, as long as they're having fun, that's okay because it's not serious. <laughs> my, so you, my son starts turning his cap backwards, and that's when you know I, you lose him. Like he's That's got, what I'm laughing at is that you take that so serious. Like you think that's, oh, oh, good, I think we should be able to stand on the field, but hitting off the tee is like, oh, how dare they do that to my kid. <laughs> the standing on the field is more of a, you get to coach him while the, while the game's in progress. Like, all right, you don't can wait coach for them from the stands, man. No, no, no they can't. They, you, they hear 20 parents exactly. yelling. Exactly. That's why it's the way it's supposed to be. You wanting to be on the field is just so ridiculous <laughs> to me. I see. Okay, but going back to this whole tea thing, yeah. I do think it's an insult. I mean, my coach, even when I was playing in high school, would bring that out and be like, you're hitting terribly. Right. Well, act no, no, like no. a tea ball again. No, you know why? Because your swing gets out of whack. That it, it's, yeah, so I it, think it, they're it, trying to re-help him, but it kind of means he is going backwards. No, a, a five-year-old doesn't even My know what that means. Was, I mean, he had his swing down and everything, Stop. and now he's going to be like, ooh, off the tee, great. <laughs> your five-year-old didn't have their swing down, but I'm just telling you right now, that's what it is. It's fall ball, so it's colder outside, so they're trying to speed up the game. That is the final answer in my head of what's going on. Yeah. Not that they're saying your kid is getting worse, but parents don't need to be on the field. That I, is ridiculous. I do appreciate you thinking about yes, what I Yes, I, I think about our podcast. Thanks, you know, man. And give us your responses. Maybe you guys know. Maybe you guys have five-year-olds or have played this before in the past, T-ball, and this has happened to you. Sore Loser Show on Twitter. And usually we start with a game. And so I have a game for you guys today. It's called Would You Rather. All right. I love this game. Yep. Would You Rather. Pee out your nose or poop out your ear? What the? Ooh, crap? pee out my nose. Pee out my nose. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not going with the other one. Uh, you are so adamant about <laughs> peeing Wait, out your you nose. Why are you so? Yeah, because she... it's like it's like sneezing almost. You already got liquid coming out there. If it's pee, what's the difference? She has a point. I've already be, I've already put toilet paper on my nose. You know when I had to blow my nose. I don't see a difference if it's pee. <laughs> You just lean over the toilet, ah, you pee, and then you just wipe it off with your nose. You're good. I am pooping out my ears for sure, guys. I am pooping out my ears. That is, that is here's my thing. When you when you pee out your nose, you get some in your mouth maybe, and you can taste it when it comes out of your nose. And it goes out your ears. You don't even have to see it. You just turn your head to the side. It comes out. Boom. You move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But think about like when, when you get water in your ear and it hurts and you're kind of like sitting there trying to get it out. I feel like that's kind of what pooping out your ear would feel like. I'm okay with that, though. I'm okay with going <laughs> and, and struggling to get one out. The pee out the nose is just so, it's sort of like, <laughs> like sometimes uh. you get snot and you can taste it. And then you can always smell. Like, you're always going to smell that urine smell. Well, first off, yeah. it's not possible to pee out your nose. So <laughs> let's just rule out the fact that there's a chance to taste it while you're peeing. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to go with a hypothetical. No, no, no. The hypothetical is your nose is still used for the function, but you also pee out of it. That, that's so that means you can actually pee out of your mouth as well. No. Because no. your nose and your oh, throat is connected. You, you, now you're starting to get scientific. I don't even know what you're doing. I'm sticking with pee out my nose. You're sticking with pee Me out too, your nose. Pee out my nose. I am pooping out my ear. Hey, hey, you have to put a poll. You have to put a poll on the Twitter because I want to know. I just feel like pooping out your nose is so much more, or out your ear is so much more convenient. I have some real-time interactive stuff right now. My wife just texted me, and she's at the store because my my little one needs baseball cleats. She says they're out of baseball cleats. There's only soccer cleats. Is that okay for baseball? 
He's five. No, nah, man. Yeah. I say, I say, there's difference. Grass and dirt. I think as long as you have cleats, you're fine. He's five I years really old. I really don't think they're they're gonna matter that much. At he, this it's point. not like he's blazing blazing trails, dude. He's not <laughs> he's not stealing bases, and I I mean he is gonna barely jog and kind of trip over his feet no matter what. So the cleats don't matter. You could get him basketball shoes. He's basketball not gonna... shoes, Jordans. Well, don't do that because then he he probably fall. Right. Well, when he's, he's running, you'll slip. Yeah. Guys. But any cleats of any kind. Or no, or no cleats on the basketball court either. Right. So, I was yeah. just being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were serious. I am saying you. it doesn't make a difference okay. on that. Thanks, so man. speaking of, oh, you want to do live interaction? I got yes. one from Twitter. And I, I, this guy said, should I keep Kirk Cousins in my starting fantasy lineup or start Ryan Fitzpatrick after last week's performance? Okay. All right. That's a great question. Great question. Go ahead. You want me to go first? Yeah, I want to hear your opinion. I started the season saying that Kirk Cousins is going to have a hell of a year. His connection with with Adam Thielen is going to be the connection of the year. I'm going to go with what Lunchbox also says. It's week one. Don't freak out. Yes, keep Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is going to be a top five quarterback at the end of the year. Yes. It's easy. You keep, keep Kirk Cousins in the lineup. Why? History. Look at Ryan Fitzpatrick in the past. He's sure. had every quarterback in fantasy has these games where they throw four touchdowns and you're like, oh, it's amazing. If he does it through three weeks in a row, then you start thinking about Ryan Fitzpatrick. But Kirk Cousins is the more established quarterback. He has done more, proven it over a longer period. So you trust Kirk Cousins is going to do it for longer. That, mean, that means that he has Fitzpatrick in the bench, right? I mean, this yes. Is, so, so, so let's change the situation up. Do you pick up Fitzpatrick now after seeing him after Week One? If you want, like, I, like I said, I, I assume you already have a good quarterback in, in after yeah. the draft, and Fitzpatrick is a backup for a reason in the NFL. He can win games, but he also has those terrible games where he throws four interceptions and he looks lost out there, which all yeah. quarterbacks do. But I just think. That Kirk Cousins is more of a starting quarterback, and I, I, I don't know who do they because, and I don't like the Buccaneers matchup this week. They play the Eagles, and at Tampa Bay, but the Eagles have had ten days to prepare for them because they played opening night Thursday night, so they right. have ten days to prepare. The Vikings are going to Green Bay to play the Packers, and I just I like that matchup better. So that that's my opinion. All right, Morgan number two. Are you playing fantasy at all this year? No, I didn't join fantasy. I did it when I worked at Buffalo a lot, and that was <laughs> <laughs> over at B Dubs. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I'm gonna go Fitzpatrick just because from what you guys are talking about, he seems like a steady pick in the long run. So that's just what I'm gonna she go has with. No idea. She has no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Hey, but Fitzpatrick, he did go to Harvard. That's pretty impressive. He's I'm a just smart dude. The opposite one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see what you're see what you're doing there. Uh, also, speaking of fantasy. People that drafted Le'Veon Bell, I mean, it is not, it is bad news. Dude, Tuesday was up in the club in Miami. This dude is not coming back for a while. You're right. He's hitting the club. He's like, I ain't coming back. Look at me. No, we're not working out. He's on the gym. He's not doing reps. He's partying it up. He was at Rockwell in South Beach, kicking back at the DJ booth, taking pics with club goers. And he was there until the wee hours of Tuesday morning. I loved it. It's probably because he's stressed out, though, Coach. I mean, he's, he's got to blow off some steam or what? Yeah, man. He's probably like, you know what? I got to get out of this conference room. I've been thinking too much about money. Let me go party. Yeah. And the Steelers removed him from their depth chart. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, this is getting this is getting so petty and just 
It's getting bad. I feel like it's getting dirty. Is this good for the NFL, though, to send that message or uh, or NFL teams to send the message to say, like, hey, you know, nobody is worth a crap load of money. No, you can. It's, you're always re- replaceable. Um, drop your ego. Like, is that message being sent out by the, by the NFL right now, you think, with this? I don't know. What, I guess I don't really understand what you mean. The, the NFL can't control someone's nah, ego. No, I guess I mean teams. Like just teams by like by by this example of yo Le'Veon. Like we can do this without you. Uh, well, they no because they offered him fourteen point something million. So they're saying they want him, but they're only going to pay him fourteen something point whatever million for one year. That's it. They say that's what we have to offer you. We don't want to pay you more than that. And it's his belief that he's worth more, and he doesn't want to risk injury. So I. So it's, but it's a little bit of ego. He feels like he should get paid. And I think the problem comes into, because I feel like he promised his offensive linemen, hey, guys, don't worry. I'm just holding out for training camp. I'll be there Wednesday before game one. So now he's being dishonest. So th- that's what I'm saying is when he didn't report last Wednesday, the players got upset. The offensive linemen like, oh, that's not cool. Like, you say something, you need to be here. Just, just say you're not reporting to week 10 then. Quit hiding behind your agent. And then when he when they tied, I believe Le'Veon Bell went on one of the Instagram accounts and put the emoji of a tie. Ooh, like that's dirty. Like he's taking little shots. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the locker room, like as a as a coworker, if someone's doing that to you, there's nothing but animosity building up. Ooh, yeah, that's bad. Like, that's not a good situation to be in, especially on a team that you're trying to all work together and get to the same goal. It just sounds like they're just going to ultimately end up hating each other I mean, when I- they do are on the back on the field together. Coach, I've always said, though, I mean, pro sports, it's about money. Like, it's about their career. It's not, I mean, you argue with me that it's about winning and they all care about being a team. Yes, they're all born athletes. They all played in high school and college where it was a competition. Now it's your money. It's your retirement. It's your kids' schools. It's what, it's your, your mansion. It's your Bentley. Like, it's all that now. It's no longer about your teammates, I don't think. And I think Le'Veon here is being selfish, which he should be, because it is about money, and he should get the amount of money he feels like he deserves. There's no I in team. All these players, if they're honest about it, if they say, oh, I'm just in it to win a championship, then be in it to win a championship. I understand you're in it to take care of your family at the same time. You have to. But if, the, but if you look I at— I think that's first. If you look at Tom Brady— he takes less money because he wants to win championships. There, Tim Duncan for the Spurs never took max money because he wanted to keep a good nucleus around him to have the good players. It takes some sacrifice when it comes to money. Because when you look at Tim Duncan, he made $200 million. I'm just throwing that off the top of my head in his career. What's the difference between two hundred million and two hundred and fifty million when you have two hundred million dollars? Does it really make <laughs> that true. big of a difference? I don't know. I've never seen money <laughs> at that level, so I assume it is. I mean, if you break it down to your money, your your level of money right now, yeah, you would know a difference between a hundred dollars and a thousand dollars, right? So but, I think it does. But when you're when at you're two hundred million. To 250 million, I don't think there's that much. Your lifestyle, I mean, you. You're well, not, well, it just depends. See, because you got to think. You like, can't spend all that. Well, you got to think when you have that much money, you're buying a lot more, investing a lot more. Who knows what they're. I, and I don't know what these guys are doing with their money, but I'm assuming they're doing big things with their money. A lot of them do blow their money. Yes. They blow their money because you hear it all the time. They're, they go bankrupt. They invest in these bad things. They have gambling problems, things like that. 
like David West, who played in the NBA for so many years, he was an Indiana Pacer, he opted out of, I believe, a $15 million deal and signed a league minimum, like $2 million or veteran minimum with the Spurs for one year. Why? Because he wanted to win a championship. And that's what I mean. There are certain people that it's about the money, but once you have that money, it should be about winning too. I feel like the ones that are going after all of that money always end up in the worst situations because they lose focus of who got them there. Like, they're focused on the money, but how did they even get to that point of being able to have all that money? Yeah, they were athletic on their own, but they couldn't have been a part of a team and become who they were without that team. So then it does become about the money, and I think it destroys athletes later on down the line. I mean, you see a lot of them. I, the reason I know a lot of names of athletes is because they're in the news because they're blowing their money or they're doing something wrong because they forgot who they are and what they stand for. I feel like the superstar status is what kind of ruins these players. Like not not so much what they do on the field, but what they are outside and that they're like when the team puts out their top four players or the posters outside the stadium. It's you know Roethlisberger, it's Antonio Brown, it's not you know Pouncy or whatever. It's 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 these these superstars that they've made out of their teams. And I think once that happens, you've separated these people from the rest of your team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's like, kind of what changes a player. Right. Be getting the spotlight, it can change some players, but also at the same time, it doesn't have to. Yeah. They don't just because you're in the spotlight doesn't mean you have to change. You choose how you want to act. And offensive linemen, they know they're not going to be the stars when they uh, when they sign up to play football. They're not going to be on the cover of the magazine getting all the press saying, "Hey, we helped them win a Super Bowl." It's going to be yeah. given to the quarterback, quarterback, or the blame's going to be on the quarterback. Sure, which it's not always the case. The defense, and, and so I just think Le'Veon Bell is going down a bad path. It's causing. I think it's going to be friction when he goes back to that locker room because he has to go back unless they trade him by week ten or he's in the same situation next year. Yeah, it'd be a cool fly on the wall to be in that locker room. It would be so awesome to hear them air that out and or to be on a text chain with them to see what they're saying to right. each other back and forth. Like, idiot, get out of the club and get back here. Dude, I just popped another bottle. No way. I'm Come join us. Here. We're still here. We're going to be here Sophie. all night. Let's go. I'll get your Uber. There's an Uber outside your house picking you up. Wheels up. Fly private. Jump down there for a couple Awesome. Now. Let's talk. I want to talk about this dude. <laughs> this guy went out to a bar and he met Nicole. Is this a joke? No, no, no. This oh, is a news story. Okay. He went out and met Nicole. Gave her a ride home. Nicole gives him the number. Just a random girl, Nicole. Yeah. Gives him the number. And he says, hey, I'll call you tomorrow. His name's Carlos. And <laughs> Carlos he, and Nicole. Carlos and Nicole. <laughs> Carlos texts Nicole. Yeah. Hey, had a great time last night. Glad you got home safely. I'd love to meet up for dinner or something. Got a response. Sorry, this isn't Nicole. I think you got the wrong number. Damn. <laughs> okay. So Carlos. That's cold. Carlos feels bad. He's like, oh no. I I don't wanna I don't wanna think this girl make me think I'm rude. Like I just blew her off. So he went to Carlos. They go to the same college. Carlos. He went to the university. He went to the university directory and oh. found every Nicole oh in the directory. Oh, Carlos, Carlitos, come on. There are 246 oh, Nicoles. No! What did he do? He emailed every <laughs> oh, single Nicole. My God. And he said, 
Red flag, red flag, red flag. Oh, poor Carlos. He said, we met at the campus bar and we talked and struck a pretty interesting conversation. <laughs> I think you gave me the wrong number on accident. And no. I just want No, she didn't, Carlos. She, she didn't. Oh, I just I wanted to text you and let you know I'm not rude. If this doesn't fit your description, ignore this. And if you don't want if you are the one and just don't want to talk oh. to me, that's okay as well. I just didn't want to come off as a jerk. Dang it. I mean, this hurts prop, my heart. Props for really going the extra mile to to make it known <laughs> that he is not a bad guy. But man, you are just setting yourself up to get turned down again. Morgan number two. Doing. Morgan number two. I want you to represent all the women right now. <laughs> no, you're the Nicole's. Hey, Nicole. You're Nicole right now. Yeah. Did you do that on purpose? Did you give him the wrong number? Did you did you give my poor friend Carlitos <laughs> the wrong number at the bar? Yes. If on you purpose. get a wrong number text, it was on purpose. It, but uh, honestly. I'm at the point in my life where I'd be like, look, buddy, it's, I'm just not going for this. But in college, you gave the but wrong number. Yes. Absolutely. If How many times have you done part, that? Oh, man. Maybe 10 times. Most of the time, I was <laughs> ballsy enough to be like, sorry, I can't do this. But there was the times that I felt uncomfortable enough that I couldn't say no, and I just put in a number, and it, he got sent off to something See, else. See, and that's a rookie mistake. For all the guys out there, don't ever, like when you say, oh, we should exchange numbers, and she goes, yeah, let me give you my number. Text. No. Yes, you take right her. Then and there. You take her phone and you yep. text yourself from her phone, yep. so you have the number. That way, you're not getting screwed over exactly. by these girls that say, "Oh, let me give you a fake number." No, I, you you put the ball. You take control of the situation. And say, "Here, let me get that phone." Boom, boom, boom. Text yourself from that phone. Boom. You aren't left out in the cold. Morgan, number two. Why? Yeah. Why? What kind of things do you see in like a person that makes you think ah, I'm going to give them their a fake number? I guess it's just like the their straight up personality at the beginning. If I'm just not into it, or if they're just a little too pushy onto me, then yeah, a I little mean, over aggressive. Yeah, like if I'm not if I'm digging it, I'm gonna be digging it. And I'm gonna talk to you and hang out with you. <laughs> but if I'm already kind of pulling away, probably not a good idea that I want your number. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really the biggest way that that happens. There's been times where I gave it and I was like, I shouldn't have. But then I'll just text him like later, and I'll be like. Sorry, like I have a boyfriend. I shouldn't have done that. Even though I don't. That's right. just my so you just way li- out so of it. you just lie to him instead of just being straight up and being like, "Look, yeah. I-, I was a little drunk last night. I don't think I'm really that interested." Yeah. Lunchbox did Carlitos ever get a hold of Nicole? No, but the good news is a lot of the women have come together as friends and they're going to have a, a meetup night and they're going to try to help Carlito yeah! find his girl. Awesome. That's so what I'm gonna, talking they're about, They're going to have a meeting like this weekend at a bar. They're all going to get together. There's like 40 of them that are going to get together and try to help Carlos find his girl. That is awesome. That is cool. And, and one girl's quote said, uh, this is a huge red flag. I'd be horrified if this is how it played out. And I got that email. I'd be mm. like, okay, a little crazy. It is a red flag. So, guys, don't do that. But also, girls, uh, if you're not into a guy, just say what? you're not into a guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, so it's a word it, of warning for both. But I feel like Carlitos really felt in his heart that she was the one. No, and they had she's a great destroying, conversation. She's dr- destroying fate. Like, and I think I truly believe in Carlitos' heart that it was fate. They met at a bar and yeah, she was gonna be the one. Emailing two hundred and twenty Carlos. To he's out. trying to force fate. I mean, he's trying to like make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I admire that lunch. And the, he is. He's going for it, yeah. but he looks so desperate. He and does. He said he is a first stunt, stu- first year student at the college at the university. So <laughs> oh it shows that he is a freshman <laughs> and immature and doesn't know how to handle girls. But I just want to encourage girls out there. Please, please. 
the awkwardness of saying no lasts for two seconds. Yes. The awkwardness of giving the number, the fake number, it's it's more hurtful for the guy to the next day think, oh man, I had such a good night. I met a girl and think, oh, I'm going to ask her to dinner and text you the next day and it be the wrong number. That 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 lasts for 24 hours. That that hurts. So the two-second rejection at the bar or at the library or at the basketball game, football game, tailgate, wherever you're at, the frat party, you know, doing keg stands, just say no. Don't lead them on with the fake number. That hurts. It's a great PSA and yes. a great story, dude. Thanks for bringing that up. That, oh, was, that was funny. I, I read that <laughs> That's and funny. I just laughed so hard. at Car- I, I thought about that for hours just going, Carlos is sitting there checking. Oh, does she email back? Does she email back? I mean, he probably got 246 replies. Dang not me. Yeah. Not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. And well, the one out of all of them, the one that didn't respond is probably the Nicole. Exactly. Is the absolutely mm-hmm. Nicole. Or it could have been a fake name. Oh my gosh. She's, I didn't probably, even think totally about she's that. probably not even Nicole. Yeah. She's probably not even Nicole. Awful. Hey, coach, do you have uh any picks for the eliminator this week? Are you thinking of anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a couple games. Uh if you were good enough, smart enough to move on and not listen to the Saints last week when I got on here and I was like, the Saints are the pick. I've been locked on them for three weeks and I'm not changing. Well, lucky for me, I changed to the Baltimore Ravens. (laughs) Do you want to say I'm sorry for saying that? You want to take that back? No, I don't want to take it back because I have the right to change my mind before kickoff. (laughs) And I changed my mind before kickoff. And that's what I did. One game I'm looking at with a uh, uh, magnifying glass that I really like is Minnesota going to Green Bay. I want to know the status of Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers is out, you are putting all your horses on the Minnesota bandwagon, and you are that's the game to pick. Absolutely. Mm. Um, the other one I really like is Buffalo. I, I like the San Diego, Char- Los Angeles Chargers. I hate that. I know. You'll get it. It's it's so hard. Because Morgan number two, they're not in San Diego anymore. They moved up to Los they Angeles. They were forever. I yeah. can't keep track of all of these. These they just get sold. Moving. They get moved. They're working on the stadium in Vegas for the Raiders, who yes. are in Oakland right now, but they will which, be in Vegas. Which is amazing to me that the Raiders fans still show up in Oakland, even though they their team abandoned them and is, are moving to Las Vegas. They were there dressed in all yeah. black and the shoulder pads and spikes. I wonder if that guy, you know, the dude with the show, the OG. I wonder if he's going to move to Vegas. He has to, right? That is his whole life. It is. He's at every game, every home game he's there. Maybe even road games. Also, when that guy leaves the house, his kids are like, that's my dad. Or they're like, that's my dad. No, that's my dad. I mean, that's part of their, I I bet that's part of their house. Like, that's part of who they are. You know how people are all like, we're the Garcias. Like, we're the, we're the Hortons. That's the, that's us, the family. Whatever his last name is, they probably leave the house all with shoulder pads. We are the Smiths. You know, for sure. I look at that on TV and I am so embarrassed. I understand being... Dude, he's been doing that for years. Well, there's years. a lot of them that face paint and everything. No, I'm talking about the one dude who has the stripe ones on his face, silver stripes on his face, or sometimes they're black, but it, I know it's the same guy, unless it's just some other dude that looks I, just I like him. I think it's a lot of guys that do really? that in Oakland. I think they, they are the, they have the best fans. I will. They really I, do. They are crazy. They're slamming the, the, the side of the stadium. They're slamming everything. They're so loud, Morgan number two. Morgan number two, your boyfriend... Let's say you guys get married, or you're just dating, and it's he who he's a Green Bay Packer fan. Mm-hmm. Huge. What what if he wants to paint his face yep. and go to a game? What do you think of that as a grown adult? <laughs> go for it. If he's passionate about that and that's what he loves, go after. Yeah. It. What's the problem, Lunchbox? That's great. You'll let him paint. I I and I don't understand how you can be comfortable at the game 
with, with all shoulder that, pads, with shoulder pads, or people yeah, wearing yeah. helmets, or yeah. at the Bears game the other day, there was all those people with their cheese heads yeah. on. I don't. I. I'm. I, I like sports. I love my teams, but I'm not dressing up in a full bear costume to go watch the Chicago Bears. It just doesn't make sense to me. I want to enjoy the game. Or people that wear an actual helmet, you can't even see through the face mask. <laughs> like, am I? Am I missing something? I, I like it. I love that people get into it. I think it's so cool. I wouldn't do it. I mean, the most I'd wear is a T-shirt. I'd probably paint my face if someone wanted to do it right before the game, maybe at a tailgate. Yeah, screw it. Paint my face. Let's go. But no, the shoulder pads, that's hardcore. Like, I love the kids in college that paint their chests and yeah. they, you know, go yeah. Penn State or go Buckeyes or Roll Tide, War Eagle, things like that. I Got like it. that. I think that is fun. You know what's awkward? <laughs> pro, pro sports? No, 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 no. What? It's awkward when they have a group of guys and there's one girl in the middle with the paint. Like. Oh. Yeah, and she's wearing like a sports bra or something. Yes. It's like half body, half paint. Yeah, like, it's always like really weird. <laughs> like it just it catches you. It's like why huh. is it? Is it the girl or is it just the? It's just weird because you got the throws, sports bra. It throws, it, it, it throws the whole dynamic off of the the visual. Like it's like she's half covered and then the, the letter has to be smaller because it doesn't fit because the sports bra. So you have a little. A so would it work if they were all girls? Yeah, I mean, you're you're not throwing off the whole aesthetic of yeah, the that's view. That's what I'm saying. You're a graphics person, so yeah. that's kind of uh, yeah, what you look it for. Gives me OCD when I see it. I'm like, out of place, out of place. Yeah. Yes, that's what I mean. It just, it just doesn't fit. It it it, it, it throws it all off. And Interesting. It, yeah, I I look at that. What about Eddie? Well, you can get, I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Something that maybe you have the answer for, but. So the wherever the Oakland Raiders play, so do the Athletics, the Oakland Athletics, the baseball team. So they're both in season now, so they both share the field. And for the football games, they leave the dirt, the baseball diamond. And I think it's so stupid that they don't have enough money to cover it up with fake grass because there were some field goals missed uh, this on on Monday because of that. Because you're kicking off a of dirt. Uh, why don't they change that? Is it just because they've been doing it forever, or well, the 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 grass would have to you you, you put, can't just go and call like uh, ABC Pest and Lawn and just like they come and they put like little just squares of grass and cover it for the night. Well, you could, but it's not going to be grown in. Like you need can't it, super glue it or anything. No, and there'd be holes and seams. You have to like they may plant it at the beginning of the week and grow it, but the A's may have played there two days before. And you don't have time to grow the grass on that dirt in that time. And then you'd have to go and rip it up, and you'd have to dig the roots out of the dirt in and, and time for the next A's home game. So that's why it doesn't happen. I just feel like in some arenas, I mean, there's I, there's hockey going on while basketball's going on, and they cover it up, they cover the totally boards different. up. I feel like they could do something. They've been doing this since I was a kid, man. I remember Bo yeah. Jackson running on the dirt. You know, so like, I, I don't, I look at it still, I'm just like, guys, why don't you do something about this? It's so weird. And the poor kicker, man, they're almost falling every time they kick the ball. That's why, though, you can't do it. All right. They, they have experts, turf management experts. It just yeah, can't be done. I know. We can put a man on the moon, but we can't put grass on the dirt whenever they're playing a football game instead of a baseball game. Sorry, man. That just can't happen. It's weird, dude. The weirdest things in life. They cannot be done. <laughs> I know. Like, isn't that weird? Like, those are the weirdest. There are weird things that can't be done in life. Like, there's some guy like, can't do it. It's above my pay grade. Can't do it. <laughs> like, all but right, this is Bob. Just thanks. A, no, it cannot be done. That's weird. So every visiting team comes in. They're like, "Is there any way we put grass on it?" No, Bob, our, our field management guy <laughs> says, like, "No, can't do, can't do it." Well, it's only for about three weeks until the baseball season's right? over, and right. then they put the grass down. Unless the A's make the playoffs, which they're in position right now to play. They're going to play in the wild card. They're going to play the Yankees in a one-game playoff, and 
So it could be a little bit longer. But yes, that's why. I, I All right. I'm that's not a, the field turf guy could call in. Um, sore losers. No, they <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bob, if you're listening, call in sore losers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, do you have a team picked? I do. Uh, who do you have? I have, they, a, I have a couple I'm looking let's, at. Let's talk about the games you're looking at the Eliminator. And the Eliminator, if you're just tuning in, this is the Sore Losers podcast. You stumbled upon us. We talk sports. We think we know it. I know a lot. Eddie knows nothing. Morgan, number two, is just <laughs> guest hosting. Uh, and I have made it further than Lunchbox before in yes, the Yes, on these Eliminators, what you do is you're just trying to pick one team to win every single week in the NFL. Not against the point spread, just straight up win. And you can only use a team once a season. I had a problem. In one of the, my survivor pools that I'm in, the Eliminator suicide pools, people that pick Pittsburgh, they moved on. And I am so annoyed by that because Pittsburgh didn't win, and you are supposed to pick a winner. I apologize for that. So, Forrest, shout out, you loser. You should be out, out, by Forrest is in our league, in our Illuminati yes. league. Morgan, too, did you get in on it? <laughs> no. Oh, I made my, I made <laughs> yeah, my first made, pick, though. That he, was Green Bay. He, she picked Green okay. Bay. But, yeah, Forrest, you are a loser. You Pittsburgh did not win. You should be out. All but right. Who, who, what games are you looking at? I, I never do this, and I know that this could be the week I'm out because the, this is the week that I may do it. Okay. I hate picking the Cowboys in the Eliminator. I do because <laughs> it's your team. that's my team, and every and and they suck. And every time <laughs> I pick them, like I feel, I just feel like I'm jinxing myself, and it's just it's gonna. I'm set up setting myself up for a heartbreak. But they are playing the Giants at home. At home. See, the Giants are terrible. I called it. They are terrible. Whoa. I feel like the Cowboys can hold them. I think the uh, I, I, there are a few things that, that the Cowboys needed to fix in their offense. I feel like they're working on it right now as I'm talking. They yeah. may be able to pull this game off, and I feel like this may be the only week I'll want to pick the Cowboys. Uh, so I might pick the Cowboys. Another game I'm looking at is Chargers-Bills. Let me tell you one thing. One thing I've learned about gambling. Never pick never the team. gamble on your favorite team teams i get it it is because it's a double whammy if it doesn't work out. double heartbreak double heartbreak i mean i had a friend over for the cowboy panthers game and he was like i didn't know eddie got so into the game like i was really in a bad mood and he told my wife he's like i think i'm gonna go (laughs) because eddie's just not not well right now oh you got the cowboys titans later this season you can you could bet on that one i said i did look at the titans game texas titans do you see that one what do you what do you think about that one i love the texans in that game i do too uh I don't see the Texans going 0 2. I think um Deshaun Watson the, the the I don't know if the Titans just struggled last week against the Dolphins because of the weather delay, but I felt like the whole game they didn't look very good. How healthy is Mariota? If Mar- Mariota doesn't play, that's a lock. Hey coach, I know you don't play like this, but is there any team that you're looking as a saver team? I know you don't save and that's not how that's not your strategy. Well, it used to be my strategy. I used to think, oh, save the good team. Stupid. Save the good. It's the dumbest thing it's you the can do. Thing. Because you save them, but then you don't use them because you're out. <laughs> yeah, because you're out week two. That, you're out week two. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a good team you're looking at, use them. Yeah. Like this week, I would love to use the Patriots, but they're at Jacksonville. Correct. That's a toss-up game to me because Jacksonville took them to the wire in the AFC Championship game last year in Foxborough. So why am I going to take a chance of New England on the road at Jacksonville against that defense? No thank you. There's other games on the board that are – a little more appetizing. Did you see enough from the Ravens this week to classify them as a as a pretty good team? No. And would you pick them over the Bengals? 
I picked them last week, so I can't pick them oh, again. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Because you changed last minute. I you changed tricked last us minute. all. Yeah. No, I didn't forgot mean, about I, that. It wasn't a trick. You tricked me for sure because you always play this game of like, hey, man, like, just tell me who you pick. I don't worry. I won't pick them. Don't worry. I won't pick them. Just tell me who you pick. And I don't like telling you I who only, I pick. I, I only tell you that after I've picked. And that's what you said. I already picked. Don't worry. I already picked. I, I got my pick. And no. you had picked uh, the Saints. No, I'd already picked Baltimore. No, no, no. When I told you this, no, yeah. Lunchbox, it was a week before your pick. And you said you picked the Saints. I have the text where you texted me and my buddy Isaiah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yes, you said the Saints. But I had so, to correct So, it. Coach, I'm telling you, when the Saints lost, I, I included you in that list. I didn't even look at the list of players. That's okay. I was like, dang, poor Lunchbox. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to text him. Yeah, I and lot, I didn't text you. Did you I notice? Lot, I got a little. I got a lot of tweets from these people on the Sore Losers podcast. Sorry, you're out. Sore Losers show Twitter saying, "Oh, Lunch lost his pick. I can't believe it. Week one, Morgan number two. Have you looked at the schedule? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you have it up right now? No. Where do I go? Pull it up. Just Google NFL schedule. Week two. And then go to week two and take a look at it and tell us what you think. Yeah. All right. All right. What am I guessing this time? I like the Bills, though, dude. I really, I, I mean, the Bills. I like the Chargers over the Bills. Like the Chargers over the Bills. I feel uh, like all season long, I'm going to be picking whoever's playing the Bills. You just have to be a little cautious. I This is my only warning is when a West Coast team travels to the East Coast yeah, Tupac, and has a, has a noon start, that's 10 a.m. their time or 9 a.m., three hours difference. So you it, always do that. And you talk about that when they play London. Yes. It, but it, I don't, th- I've never seen that theory, you know. Play play out the way you say it is. If you if you gambled more, you would really. If you gambled and paid attention to the numbers, it's it's tough. <laughs> it's that travel. It's that, that travel. jet lag gets it, it, it is that travel. It really is. It, it sets in sort of like another team I'm looking at to fade this week. Bet against is the Seattle Seahawks because they played in Denver. Yeah, they go back to Seattle, then they come to Chicago. So they're going back, back, back. That's a lot of travel. And that's why I li- I was saying earlier in the the podcast I like the Eagles this week against the Buccaneers because they had ten days to prepare. When you have ten days, you get healthier, you're more rested, and time to implement some new things. Morgan, too. Yeah, I got my pick. Who is Who you it? Got? I'm going with Rams. That's a great pick. Rams are playing the Cardinals. Yep. I don't even Cardinals need to look at the schedule. See, this terribly. is how much I look. I. Start looking at the schedule like, okay, let me see who I can pick. And I, I get all the games memorized by Wednesday. I try to at least. So, yeah, that's it. That is a good pick, Morgan, number two. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. All right. And uh, before we go, uh, <laughs> one, of, one of the funnier things I saw on the internet, the Pitt coach, I don't know if he's the tight end coach, what kind of coach he is, but they lost to Penn State this weekend. And so now he's staying at the office because he feels like he needs to get studying done. They said, so you've been here since Sunday morning. If you had one Saturday night, would you have still done that? I'd still be here. When I go home late at night, it's, honey, can you change the light bulb? Can you move this out of the garage? No, I don't want to change no light bulbs. I'm not moving nothing to the garage, so I don't go home. I don't have time to do that stuff. The honey to-do list is gone because I'm not there. This is my sanctuary right now. You got to try it. It will work. I don't be. I don't believe him. What do you he's mean? Ta- I think he's talking in game. He's not. Yeah. Really, he's probably at home right now. He changing probably the ran light home bulb. after that. Like, sorry, yeah. I did a really I'm bad sorry, interview. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been on the internet today, have you? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I good. mean, he's the tight ends coach. I, I'm. I'm not a. I, I was never a football player. Never played football. But it's really shocking. Is he? Does he really need to be studying that much just to be a tight end coach? <laughs> probably not. Really? Like, what is he doing? You're right. right you're right. Like, I understand. Like, go home, help your wife out, cook some dinner, I put the kids to bed. I understand if you're the offensive coordinator, you know, the head coach, <laughs> yeah. defensive coordinator, you know, but you're just co- coaching a couple tight ends on a, running a couple routes. I mean, I guess. Coach, I mean, he's 
right. full of it. I don't believe him. Uh, he doesn't want to get nagged by his wife, but that's awesome. So yeah. All right, man. Well, happy hump day, guys. Happy yeah. hump day. Yeah. Is it Woo. just Wednesday? It is just Wednesday, and t- hey, football's back tomorrow. Ow! You know who you got? Ravens at Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Ravens on that one. Although uh, I do have A.J. Green in one of my fantasy leagues, so come on, yeah. let's do it. Well, Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Sore Losers Podcast. Morgan, number two, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I Second think, round. I mean, people are liking you on the show, so we may just replace you with Ray. Just oh, kidding. Ray. You mean it's replace okay. Ray with her? Yeah. Replace what did I say? You said, we may replace you with Ray. Well, yeah, because Ray's on the show. Maybe I really Ray, meant that. Ray's better. <laughs> Subliminally meant that. So, All right, yeah. Morgan, number two, thank you for being here. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it was fun. Did Don't you forget. have fun? Yeah, it was always fun. Good. Always fun hanging out okay. with you guys. And if you don't forget, if you don't remember anything from this show, just remember, <laughs> Morgan number two, two will for sure pee out her nose over poop out her name. <laughs> yes, always. And go vote in the pool. In the pool. And what's your Twitter, Morgan number two? WebGirlMorgan. All right. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening. We will see you tomorrow. And wait, Sore Loser Show on Twitter. Yep, Sore Losers Podcast <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> and we're out. Oh, what? what? Don't forget to subscribe and rate, rate us. us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe and rate us. Hey, we're going to get this one day. Yeah. We'll All right. It. Ready? One, two, three. And-